0: Listening to the Radio Revolution, Rick and Bubba.
1: Six minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show, 866. We be big is our number from the broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Most of the show, I am back at uh, uh, the home studio uh, because uh, we do have a son that tested positive to COVID. Uh, he's doing fine, uh, but uh, we're following the Protocol of Quarantining, uh, back with the boys a week from Monday. So we'll have to go through this technology for another week. I don't like it. They don't like it. You probably don't like it, but I don't know what else we can do. We do the best we can with it uh speedy the real greg burgess helmsey and eddie van abner all there at master control and welcome back rocking mic number two with incredible responsibility
2: bill bubba bussy rick glad to be here what an honor and privilege it is to sit in old seat number two and yesterday rick i got to sit in old seat number one for a few minutes while we were doing the podcast that'll drop this weekend and uh we had uh, and rick i am terrible at saying robbie's last name yeah, I've struggled with I'm it I'm trying too, to make it too uh, complicated, give it a shot. I don't have to. <laughs> yeah, give it a go shot. Go ahead and give Bob. it a shot, bud. It's Galati? Yeah, you rock. There you go. Galati is got that it. right? Yeah. Hey, don't be scared. Yeah. He's a little scared, but you got it. He's uh, yeah. you know, he he's a large yeah. man and uh and a great story. I I did not know Robbie prior to that yesterday, and I I really enjoyed it. He's got an amazing story.
1: Hmm. Yeah, we'll unpack the how I met him. Uh, we did a men's conference together a few years ago in Nashville. Uh, And that was the story, which we will tell uh, in Rick and Bubba University, the podcast this weekend, when Robby Gallaty went from speaker to security bouncer uh, (laughs) on a guy who tossed a a backpack up on the stage that might have had a bomb in it. So Uh he is 6'6", 270 pounds, uh, and he is a man. And uh, so anyway, he's pastor um, uh, in Hendersonville, Tennessee at Long Hollow Baptist Church. Uh, he also has Replicate Ministries, and we uh, we hear his incredible testimony. I will say this, and Bubba, I, I know you'll back me. There's so many people out there right now watching and listening, and you have a loved one or you yourself have had struggles with alcohol and drug addiction, especially these addictions that involve Uh, these uh, opioids yeah prescription uh,
2: painkillers uh, yeah
1: yeah yeah and robbie gallaty has an incredible testimony about that he went through that himself uh and he he, if you but it's not just if you're struggling with it but i thought his comments about enablers was was incredibly fresh
2: yeah yeah it it Uh, was and it, it really gives you food for thought if you are in families of people who struggle with this and you think you're showing them love and you think you're helping them out when you're really just hurting them, but you need to hear it from him, not me.
1: Yeah, so catch that this weekend, and he also talks about something uh, with the, the West Church and our, our lack of commitment uh, to discipleship or really even understanding what that really means, so it's a really in-depth, really action-packed and a lot of meat in 45 minutes, so catch Rick and Bubba University the podcast this weekend, our guest, Robbie Gallatin, and we talk about last year's book about his testimony and his current book about
2: replicating and discipling. Rick, uh, we have a very uh, uh, interesting clip, I'll say, from uh, Representative Roy from the great state of Texas. He took to the, uh, to the House floor yesterday, and he had some pretty strong comments for the NBA, the NFL, and for Nancy Pelosi, and uh, I wanted to share this with you. About this.
3: I'd like for those sitting at home to focus in on this number 43. This number 43. 43. You want to know what this number represents? This number represents the number of law enforcement officers that have been killed thus far in 2020. 43 law enforcement officers that have been killed thus far in 2020, over 40% more than in the same period in 2019. Eight categorized as premeditated murder. Two were a victim of unprovoked attacks. Eight fatal shots were fired at point-blank range, zero to five feet from the officer. Eight shot in the front of the head, two from the back of the head, six in the neck, nine in the chest this is 43 law enforcement officers that have lost their lives in 2020. where's the nba where is the nba where's the speaker of the house that's what i want to know where is the speaker of the house condemning 43 law enforcement officers who have been murdered are their names on the back of any jerseys Or is that just for preening and posturing by the true privilege to play sports for a living? These are real people. David Dorn died June 2nd at 2.30 a.m. in the middle of the street after he was shot in the torso while attempting to protect a friend's pawn shop from suspected looters. Dorn had served 38 years in the St. Louis Police Department before retiring. David Patrick Underwood died from gunshot wounds after he was shot from a vehicle on May 29th in Oakland, California. He was working as a contract security officer for Federal Protective Services. According to authorities, the man charged in the murder of Underwood had specifically traveled to Oakland with the intent to kill police. He thought he could get away with it due to the large protest gatherings. Sergeant Damon Gutzwiller was investigating a suspicious vehicle linked to this case when he too was killed after being ambushed with explosive devices and an assault rifle. He had served the Santa Cruz County community since 2006. Shea McAlonis, a Las Vegas metropolitan police officer, was seriously injured after being shot in the head while attempting to disperse protesters in June. This week, we've already alluded to it, two L.A. County sheriff deputies were sitting in their vehicle when they were ambushed and shot. Ambushed and shot in the streets of Los Angeles. The deputies, a 31-year-old mother, And a 24-year-old man were transported to a local hospital and while fighting for their lives, a group of protesters arrived at the hospital and shouted, we hope they die. This is what is happening on the streets of America right now, and it is being fomented by our so-called national leaders. Again, I'd like to say, where is the people's house? Going out for a fundraiser? having a nice dinner here in Washington DC right now getting a steak dinner with somebody patting each other on the back where are they you hear the echo of my voice it's echoing for a reason this chamber is empty with the exception of one or two colleagues where's the speaker it's almost like that book where's Waldo where's the speaker Let's walk around Washington, D.C. Let's go try to find the speaker. Because she's sure as heck not here right now on the floor of the House of Representatives leading this body. We're sure as not having any votes right now. We're not having amendments. We're not having any debate. 43. 43 dead law enforcement officers.
2: Wow. Well said. Powerful uh, words yesterday from Chip Roy. Mm. Uh, He is a Republican from uh, Texas and uh, makes some good points, I think, about uh, what's going on in our our national dialogue about uh, all of this. And and I I really think some food for thought, Rick, for a lot of people because we, we forget that there's other people who are struggling in this, too. Well, and we keep talking about that, that you can't talk about this topic without talking
1: about it comprehensively. Uh, you saw the story, the guys mentioned it in the kickoff hour, uh, you know, where uh, uh, Marquise Pouncy has removed uh, from the back of his helmet Antoine Rose because he said, uh, the Steelers, and y'all were talking in the kickoff hour mm-hmm. about who uh, who should be blamed for this, and I, I understand that uh, Marquise Pouncey might want to do a, a better job of investigating who he's going to put on his helmet, yeah. but you also got to hold the Steelers organization accountable because they're the ones who hand them out for them to put on their helmet. Yeah. So uh, they, they, they need to do a job, and he, he took it off because he said, I didn't realize that when this guy was shot, he was being pursued because he was involved in a drive-by shooting. So we we do have to look at the, the people in law enforcement who are killed and murdered. And, and those circumstances, we have to look at the circumstances of anyone who was unfortunately killed by law enforcement and get all the details. And if we're not going to discuss this thing comprehensively, we're never going to solve the problems because we'll never address the actual problems.
2: Rick too. I believe it was Jason Whitlock. Um, who pointed out uh, all this information to Pouncy and brought it to light. That would make Correct. sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: yeah. He's been real vocal on a lot of it.
2: Yeah. So there it is.
1: 15 minutes past the hour. Um, and uh, that point continues to be made. And I think uh, has to be paid attention to. If we really want to solve the problem, we have to spend time on the actual problem, not things that are inconsistent to the narrative. Uh, 15 minutes past, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Willow Meat still to come today. More of your phone calls coming up at 866-WE-BE-BIG.
5: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
6: Coming to you from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, here's Rick and Bubba.
1: 21 minutes now past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We'll get to some phone calls coming up at the bottom of the hour. We mentioned, don't forget, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, uh, coming up this weekend, available wherever you get podcasts. Um, And, of course, uh, it'll have Robbie Gallaty, as we just talked about. Well, Helmsy, we're going to delve into your life a little bit, uh, involving a couple of things. But first, uh, and we're all shocked by this number, it (laughs) it does not seem that eight years ago that your daughter Maddie was born. It does not seem that amount of time. No, no, it does not. How
7: about that? Madeline Lee Helms, eight years old today. Happy birthday, Maddie. Happy birthday, Maddie. Happy birthday.
4: maddie that's
5: this
7: little solo <laughs> i came
8: that's up so
5: with. good i like that. it's the inner Kate's in you i'm
7: gonna tell you she yeah, is it, a uh she is a bright <laughs> light in the house we uh love her dearly she brings us into worlds that were you know if 2020 couldn't get odd more odd than it already is she brought us into soccer yeah in er, earlier in the year sorry about that and now she's brought us into horse farms with her horse riding lessons yeah. uh so um, who knows what's next for her, but, uh, happy birthday to her eight years. I can remember what's so funny. And I remember this cause it was, it was actually scary, <laughs> um, to see Adler holding her.
9: Mm. Oh yeah. And, it, and at
7: that point in time, we didn't know if Adler was going to get married, much mm. less have kids. Right. Okay. And so now he has a kid of his own. Yeah. And so I, I always think about that. And that was uh, that was a, that was some great great moments in, in our life. It's and tough so, being the youngest.
8: It's really hard it being is. the youngest. You get it all is. the hand me down stuff. You know, hardly ever get anything new.
7: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and she yeah. handles it all very well. Yeah. So love her to death. Love you, Maddie. Hope you have a fantastic day big, today. Big eight. Big eight. Yep. Hey,
2: just they think, are think are of as, this, as, Hams, too. As quick as eight has been, she'll be 16
4: now. Oh,
2: yeah. Yep. I know. Oh, wow. And by the way, uh, for just so I can quote Bubba
1: for Maddie, I know your dad said, fantastic. Bubba says, have a fantastic birthday. <laughs> fantastic.
2: fantastic. Fantastic, boys. A very fantastic day. <laughs> Which uh, is
1: you know, really, I, really try- good. Yeah. I, I'm trying to change my mind because really we've been saying for the longest that the youngest in the family usually gets parenting uh, of tired parents mm-hmm. uh you know but but i'm 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 starting to shift a little bit i i think there may be a chance that we actually parent better on the later ones because in the beginning we had no idea what we were doing
8: yeah oh yeah you definitely learn from your mistakes i definitely think that there is a touch of better parenting but then you also you don't make a big deal over the little things and sometimes just you know you, you're not worried about oh yeah you got you know, bumping a bruise and, oh, this is going on. Yeah, yeah. well, who cares? And, and
2: once no, again, the right. middle you're child
5: right. is left out. Yeah. <laughs> Hung in yeah. the middle. Yeah. They're
1: standing there with There's their so hands up truth. going, what's up? <laughs> so much yeah. truth yeah. to yeah. every yeah. bit of that. Look at the ones sitting over there on guest mic number two who are now helping Harry Murdo. Uh, <laughs> keep in mind, keep in mind, the real Greg Burgess is, an, is a middle child. That's right. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's – In let, the middle. So Helmsley was, was assigned uh, Get Rick – uh, his new laptop yesterday, drop it off at the door of COVID house. And uh, because uh, we got it, and then uh, I thank you for that, Hems. He did the work to be sure it was set up and ready to go. Uh, no one wanted to hand that over to me. So I didn't know, you know, I, you did what you said you were going to do. I went outside and there there was the the laptop and thank you very much. But later you told me that the trip to the house was not as smooth as I thought it went.
7: Not at all. And um, I, I said this in the kickoff hour, so some of this will be repeated, but I, Speedy tells his Nashville story uh, where he had a stomach attack. And I'm going to be honest, I've always been that guy that kind of sit around and go, can't believe he talks about that. I don't like hearing that. I think that story is – I never humor. experienced it. It's potty humor, and I'm just like kind of staying away from it. I look at one Calvin Speedy Wilburn so much different today um than I did yesterday about eight thirty, nine o'clock. <laughs> and because I had I had the moment. This was my stomach attack moment. Um you know, your house from here, depending on traffic's fifteen, I say eighteen to twenty two minutes. Um and about six minutes into the trip, I started I started getting some queasiness and uh it was coming on and I thought, well that's that's not normal. That's strange. And I thought, well, no big deal. You know, I'm going to Rick's. It's just a drop off. I'm not going to get caught up at Rick's uh, talking. I'm not going to go in and use his restroom mm-hmm. because of what's going on with with the COVID scare. So I'll I'm just drop off. You you I, I know. I Killing thought about that. Yeah. Dropped off. Uh, I'll <laughs> drop everything off. I'll get back to the studio and and I'll take care of business then. But uh, my my intestines had a different. Uh, story mm. to tell. Oh,
8: you went testing.
7: And, well, I didn't really know what else to say. Do you know? Do you know what? <laughs> do you know what kicked it off? Uh, I don't. That. Well, I do now. I think. I think it was the pizza I had the previous day. Um, <laughs> no, we'll talk about that in a minute. But um, so
4: <laughs> I'd hate to know. How I had so the problem I get. With
9: pizza. <laughs> I get. Uh, <laughs> oh.
7: I, uh, probably about two more minutes later, eight to ten minutes. Um, I, I'm at the point where I, I something has got to happen. Mm-hmm. And so then I start realizing, okay, wow, uh, there's nothing else. There's only one more stop between here and Rick's, um, maybe two. If you don't go now, you're, you're done. And so I, I, Rick, the, I'll just, a lot of people will go by this today. The Acton Road exit where the McDonald's and the gas station is right there before you get to the 459. Uh-huh. Yeah. I went in the McDonald's first, and they shut me down. Mm. She run me out of there and said, hey, we're not open. It's carry out or or, I mean drive through or or pick up only. You tell her you drop off. (laughs) And I wish you could have seen my face. I told the guys that this was one of those moments where the face mask was huge for me because (laughs) no one could see my grimacing and facial expressions that were going on. So then I rush over to um, the gas station and thankfully they were allowing people to come in and allowing people to use the restroom. Now the problem was there were three people in line. There was somebody in the bathroom. Then somebody waiting, then me. I was the third person, oh. and mm-hmm. I, I questioned: Should I go in the women's bathroom? Oh, yeah. And um, I mean, it was it was twenty minutes of my life that was. I'm going to tell you, I hadn't been through a struggle like that in quite some time. How
2: about when you get that cold sweat break out? Oh, it was Doug walk. mm, Of course,
7: course at first I started thinking, here I am taking Rick's laptop. Do I have COVID? Like, is (laughs) is this bringing on COVID? And it was just a stomach attack. And I, look, Amanda, I text her after the incident and told her, rick you know how i'll take things I, I text her and said hey i think i need to go see a gastro doc like I, something's major wrong with me and she called me out and said hey look maybe it's that big pizza you ate yesterday how did she, how did she maybe say it's it.
2: that
4: how did she did she call you oh it's a little
7: smart elegant. how does she yeah. did she address well, you as michael ahead
4: i bit. did yeah i did yeah. i mean everybody has that everybody two
7: knows. things i have not been able to recover from since my gallbladder surgery and that uh, removal and that's uh, pizza and wings, ah, and, and I love both of those so much. But I will say this: um, if if yesterday was a wake up call for me in this regard, mm. isn't it amazing how every second counts? Every hey, second. there, guys! I was there. I was five minutes from being off in the woods <laughs> over there by Altadena, where the <laughs> golf course used to be. <laughs> Serious, <laughs> with a T-shirt and your hand the
4: water.
5: Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
6: Rick and Bubba, they're still here because, let's face it, they have nowhere to go.
1: 35 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. Now, right now, Harry Murdahl uh, has made his way into the call screening room. Uh, you can reach us at 866 We Be big We've talked a lot today. Uh, now we want to talk to you, see what's on your mind. Lines are available. If you start moving right now, you'll get in easily at 866 We Be big uh, and then we'll roll through the the calls in, uh, in quick fashion. If you guys want to, we can do a troll. We haven't done one of those uh, in a while, and that way we'll limit 30 seconds to the callers. That'll get them through quicker. Uh, we certainly have a timeout. Bubba, you have a timeout. Helms, you have a timeout uh, if need be, but there's only two. So line them up now. We'll go troll form uh, since I'm at, at Burgess House. Uh somebody's gonna have to watch the 30 seconds somebody's gonna have to be the buzzer guy, which that should be over on the speedy in your world. Uh so uh we'll troll at 866 We Be Big. While you're being lined up and getting in line, I do want to point you to the emails that continue to come in about byraycon.com slash Bubba. These E25 earbuds are really sweeping the Rick and Bubba audience, no matter what's going on in the world, there are two things we can count on. Uh, you know, you get excited about new music that's coming out with all the content, all the new broadcasts that come out. Hey, there's another podcast. There's more more Rick and Bubba archives. Hey, they got uh, RBU coming up this weekend. Maybe you need them for work. Uh, A lot of us are Zooming like I'm doing now, and people are having conference calls. Um, Earbuds are probably a bigger part of our life now than they have ever been, and you can get these E25s at about half the price of some of the other brands and it doesn't look like something is dripping out of your ear. Uh they fit perfectly in your ear. They're very, very comfortable. And if you go to buyraycon.com right now, buyraycon.com slash Bubba and use the promo code Bubba we'll save you an additional an additional 15%. And I had somebody uh, just uh, email me yesterday, say, hey, thanks for the extra 15%. Well, you're welcome. Uh, so get your premium wireless earbuds right now by going to rickandbubba.com. There's a link also under the sponsors button. All right, Bubba, looks like those lines are lit up pretty good over there. Uh, we'll start trolling. 30 seconds of pop, where you want to, uh, where you want to start?
2: Well, uh, Speedy, you want to start uh, with Ryan in Oxford. How about that? Okay. Line eight. All right, so we go ahead, Ryan. You're on.
6: Hey, what's up, guys?
2: Hey, man. How about you? Thank you for calling. Yeah. Uh,
6: real quick, got want to get
2: your advice on something real quick. Um,
6: my child goes to a private school, and there's an issue with some of the people they're wearing, actually wearing, BLM uh, mm-hmm. outfits and with the black fist and. Uh, kind of supporting the black supremacy part of it, actually. But they will argue and get upset if you wear anything Trump.
8: has giving you a timeout.
6: <laughs> so uh, the conversation went last night was my daughter was talking about this and at the dinner table and was saying that one of her friends that happens to be African-American is wearing... Um, Address that has uh, the hashtag BOM and Breonna Taylor and Trey, Trayvon and all of these names that are on it. And so I was like, well, uh, what would happen if you wore uh, a Trump outfit? There would be complete outrage. So I happened to bring this up to the administration and they said, you know, of course we're, we're working on it and people are getting aggravated with people wearing Trump. And I'm like, look, look. He is our elected president of the United States and we can't wear uh, a garment supporting our elected president, but they're allowed to wear, uh, uh, almost racist anarchist, uh, black supremacy stuff to school. I mean, it just, it, it blows my mind what's going on
9: with this.
1: Well, but, but here, here's the deal. What they should do is just not allow any of it. I, I, I don't. I have no problem with them saying, "Look, we're we're school, especially a private school. If everybody has your own political views and you have views on any any kind of movement or agenda, you can do that outside the school. Uh, here inside the school, especially a private school, uh, I would just say you can't wear any of it." Uh, Because, you know, Mm -hmm. politics, they are very divisive. Um, And, of course, there are people, trust me, we've had this conversation. When you start trying to separate Black Lives Matter, the Marxist uh, agency, uh, uh, you know, an agenda versus the fact that you do want um, there not to be uh, any type of, um, you know, racist, bigoted uh, uh, attack on any group of people, uh, trying to separate these two. The politics and the agendas, they've just done too good of a job. It's an exhausting conversation. It doesn't seem to really go anywhere. And so what I would do if I was trying to have school and educate children, I would just say you
2: can't have any of it. Well, and you see why you see the rise in school uniforms, too. It takes all this off the table. So, yeah, I think you're You're doing what you should do. uh, Talk to the administration, and you're going to have to work it through that, and then you'll have to make uh, decisions if you want to be a customer or not. I mean, that's, that's, yeah. uh, that's all I know to say mm-hmm. on that. Yeah, you're uh, right. Let's go to Junior in Florence. Junior, uh, line two, Speedy. <laughs> Welcome.
6: Well, maybe in North Alabama they might call me Junior, but I'm Jr. Okay. Uh, oh, my boy. So, so so I got y'all talking. You drew me in on Cobra Kai.
9: <laughs> I go
6: home. I watch, I watch a little ninja show because they tell me it's like Greg on the dojo.
9: Yeah.
6: Well, I just wanted to say, Greg, we can get help for your alcoholism, buddy. I mean, they, they got programs out there because that fellow's a straight-up alkie.
7: Yeah. <laughs> you know, I
2: haven't I haven't dove into that show yet, but it, it's on the list of when I do sit down and dive in, I got to check it out. <laughs> I got to get to the Challenger thing now since all of y'all seen it. Gosh, I started getting email on it. I didn't even know it was out there.
8: Yeah.
2: Usually that's because Betty's picking the shows. <laughs> that was the bottom line. Let's go to Jordan and Tallahassee. Jordan, welcome to the show.
0: Hey, fellas, Green Acres. Ah, oh, go ahead. Hey, uh.
2: Thank you for working and
10: paying wondering. taxes.
9: Mm-hmm.
10: Absolutely. Hey, I saw yesterday on Facebook, I don't know if y'all seen it, Frank Caliendo, who I know is a friend of the show, put out a little video of if Donald Trump was Batman, and <laughs> it was hilarious.
9: <laughs> so I, I bet was. tell y'all about that
10: if you, if you wanted to. How about that, you
2: know, there's a lot to work with there, and I'm sure Frank made uh, made every bit uh, out of it that he could. That's for sure. Uh, let's go to Kathy in Arab. Kathy, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show.
11: No, oh, thank you very much. No, I just wanted to warn y'all about COVID, how serious it is. I didn't think there was much to it. I thought it was just something they were telling us. My husband got sick on Monday, and we buried him on Friday Mm. of this Mm. week. Wow. Sorry about that. Give us the time scale on that again. Uh, He got sick on – started getting sick on Monday. I carried him to the doctor. They sent him home with – thought he had bronchitis. Uh, That didn't work. He began to get a little crazy in his head, and then I thought he had a stroke, so I carried him back to the doctor. Mm -hmm. They sent him to the hospital. They put him in the hospital, and that afternoon, they put him on a vent, and then mm. from there, the next day, he died.
2: Wow. We are sorry to hear that. Yeah. It was
11: how, a catastrophic illness.
2: How old was anything he?
11: they could do about it.
2: How, how old was he?
11: He was 70. Mm.
2: Did he have other issues, too?
11: He did have. He had heart issues, but he wasn't having any trouble with that. But that's what happened when they put him on the ventilator. Right. His heart quit.
2: So, uh, where did where did he uh, get the disease from? Do you know?
11: We have no idea.
2: Wow. Well, take care of yourself. We're we're sorry to hear that uh, that situation. We were just uh, thank you. Several folks here in the studio are wanting to know a few more details about what kind of health he was in. Just from a, yes. trying to understand all this, yeah. was he was he overweight or did he have other issues other well, than
11: heart? He had a little bit of overweight, but he had mowed my neighbors mowed, mowed the neighbors' yard in our yard. <clears throat> he had been working out in the yard, and then Sunday afternoon he came in. And he slept all afternoon, and I thought, mm-hmm. well, that's unusual for him. And then on Monday, he seemed depressed. He seemed depressed, and I thought, well, what's wow. wrong? And uh, then he began to get uh, kind of out of his head a little bit, get turned around in the house and mm. just different things like that. And that's what led thats what led to it. I didn't know that it did that. So it all, I had it just, not ever heard that.
2: Wow, it just happened really quick. Wow. Well, Kathy, we're, mm. we're awful sorry to hear that. Really? Yeah. You have yeah, like
1: that. yeah, well, I was just going to say, I actually have heard that. People have said that when they had it, they did go into a state of depression, and, and it does cause brain cloud. And mm-hmm. so that actually yeah. is something that you need to be looking for and, and have heard that. Uh, where do you think that he caught it?
11: I don't know. Our, our neighbor across the road had died earlier in the week, and they tested positive for it after Davis did. But I don't know. I, I really don't have any idea where he might have gotten it. At the grocery store or Walmart or we had stayed at home. We had not been around anybody. So mm-hmm. I really have no idea. Good enough.
9: Yeah.
1: Thank you. Sorry about that.
9: Um, yeah. wow. That's rough.
1: 15 yeah. minutes to the top of the hour. We'll come back. 866 We be big is our number. And um, um, no more timeouts left. And we can continue with phone calls if you guys want to. Or we can move into something. Else.
2: Yeah, we, we've got several good
1: calls up here. So let, let's pick up a few more of these. Uh, no timeouts available, so it'll be rough cut when we come back. So if you're on hold, we'll be right with you. you got the Rick and Bubba show.
5: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hurrah!
6: This is R. Lee Ermey, better known as Gunnery Sergeant Hartman. I am listening to the Rick and Bubba Show, two fine outstanding young American hard
5: chargers.
1: Nine minutes to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show, 866. We be big as our number, and, and we did have a ton of calls. Uh, it's like the first three callers, two of them got the timeouts, so that, t- that took up the entire segment. Uh, and uh, those were calls we wanted to expand on, but that also means that, Bubba, we now go rough cut because the timeouts are gone. Uh, Harry Murdahl's got them lined up, ready to go, but it is rough cut.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So keep in mind callers, there will be no timeouts. You got 30 seconds. You got to get it done. Let's go to line one. Mike in Alabama. Mike go.
7: Good morning, guys. Hey. Green Acres. Oh, Uh, thank thank you for working, sir.
6: Not (laughs) real good use of the time.
8: No, it's not. (laughs) I got a suggestion for the
6: boat name you was talking about yesterday.
7: Yeah. Hootie who? Hootie who? No. Mm Mm-hmm. You want to clarify? Right. Expand? Yes. A yeah. o o t i e h o o. More spelling. Hootie hoo, hootie <laughs> hoo. <laughs> there he goes. Wow, that's good. Oody-hoo. Was that yeah. after the owl call? Oh. You know, he actually used his time wisely, Rick. He, he knew that his was going to be short and sweet, yeah. so he wanted to get that he, in. Yeah, yeah.
8: Four seconds. Can't
2: believe uh, it. Let's go to uh, Jamie in O'Hatchy on the creek bank. Jamie, welcome. Uh, ja- yeah, uh, there we go. Now you put him on hold. Jamie,
8: hey. yeah, go ahead.
11: Hey. Hey, this is Jamie. I just wanted to let you know that me and my husband, Jody, listen to you every morning all throughout the day on Spotify, and we love what you do, and keep up the good work.
2: Oh, well, thank you so much. We, we love those love calls. <laughs> Let's go to line five, Speedy. Uh, is that Sierra in Holtz Bluff? The Bluff. Rough yeah. the Bluff. <laughs> yes, <it
11: is. laughs> hey, um, my dad was Terry Marbet. He actually taught um, Bubba at JSU.
2: Yes, one of my favorite um, teachers.
11: <laughs> I just kind of wanted to give an update on him and uh, let you guys know that he was put on hospice a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. but just wanted to let you know how much he loves you guys and, um, you know, talk so good about you guys, and ever since I can remember, since I was teeny tiny, we listen to you guys every single morning on the radio, and he still listens to you when he can. Well... So just wanted to let you all know that.
2: Tell him he is in our prayers. I, I, I saw Terry at the JSU graduation when I got the doctorate degree and uh, got to mention him in, in my speech, and he... He was absolutely one of my favorite teachers. He had a passion for what he did, and uh, he he made it fun. You know, mm-hmm, you yeah. looked forward to going to his his class, and he knew what he was talking about, and uh, brought a little humor to it. So uh, Terry, we love you, brother. We love you. Hang in there.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and raised her up right. I mean, raised her own Rick and Bubba. And that's right. That's <laughs> right. That's a good dad right there.
2: <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, the, the, let's go to John in Nashville. John. In the, in the music city. How are you, sir? Wow, so you think, uh, okay, six, can you see? I can't six, see. Okay, yeah. Six. All right, go ahead. Hey, John, go ahead. We got you. Hey, Green Acres. Oh, wow.
9: Thank you, sir. Appreciate everybody out yeah, working yeah. today.
6: I'm here working to pay these 34% property tax from our little pudgy maker. Um, <laughs> uh, I, want, I want to thank Rick this morning for a very awkward experience through drive through Window. Um, as soon as I rolled down the window, I forgot to turn y'all down and he immediately said farting cows.
9: <laughs> is, I'm one
6: of the ones that li- I listen on, uh, on podcasts.
2: So I listen to- yeah. You know, I-, I know exactly what you're talking about. Cause I've done the same thing. I'll be listening to something. I come up to the speaker, I roll a window down and something blurts out Yeah, and you're like, wow, that's the first thing they heard. And then they go, can I take your order
11: please? Yeah. That's they think good. what
2: any world has pulled up. Let's go to Taylor and Adger. Taylor, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show.
11: Hey, guys. I just have something kind of silly to tell y'all. Um, I have been watching y'all since elementary school, or listening to y'all. And today's the first day I've seen y'all on YouTube. And you know how you picture somebody with their voice, but you've never seen them? Uh-huh. I do. <laughs> Yeah, you and Rick and Speedy are definitely not what I pictured. I for some reason I had y'all picture as like three hundred pounds with bald hair, tattoos, just (laughs) cut off shirts. Like y'all are just I was just blown away right now.
9: (laughs) That's
2: funny. What was that description again? Three hundred ball three hundred pounds ball with tattoos. (laughs) Well, well just wait just wait get? next segment. We're gonna take our shirts off and, and we're gonna show you what it's all about. <laughs> <laughs> go see our tattoos. That's right. I'm gonna take my wig off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's go to Eric in Montgomery, the capital city. That's line nine, Speedy. Welcome, Eric. Hey, thanks for having me.
6: How's everybody
2: doing? We're good, sir. How about you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Hey,
6: I just wanted to throw this out. I've noticed the old Jake from State Farm commercial. We had, it started out with a white guy, yeah. and he had one commercial. Now yep. they switched to a black Jake from State Farm. They kept not get the same name, and he's got like 10 commercials, including one with Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. Is there something wrong with that? Or are they just trying to make the black Jake from State Farm feel good, or the black
2: you know, Eric, that, that's a that's a great question, and uh, I know you, everybody's on pins and needles now. You're afraid to ask any question, but I I asked Betty the same thing. I was sitting there and I saw one of the commercials. I said, "Jake's a black guy. wasn't he a white guy?" Last <laughs> commercial I saw. I mean, I didn't. Uh, you know, and it's it's not negative either way i just i was curious because it just was different caught mm, me off guard. i'll tell you what they've
7: done and this the commercial with the black guy black jake has been in it he's been this has been out there for a while but what they've done is they've stopped running the white one well and it's, just kept it, running it this one so a, that's why we're seeing it so much
2: it was kind of a strange transition it was uh, mm-hmm. i mean if you're and there's no problem with having uh it's know, clearly guy, political a white guy or a doing. black guy I mean, but it, wouldn't you change his name
7: yeah, you yeah. would. But if, they, that's uh, the thing. They want you to think they've been doing this the whole time.
2: Yeah, well. That's the whole
7: point. They they tried to slip it in, not say anything, and just continue running it like nothing ever happened.
2: Well, it's Because just, they were
7: afraid somebody would call them out for a, a black person not being in the commercial at all.
2: Well, they, they're they a pretty pretty big organization. Yeah. And I they would are. think they have a, probably spent a lot of money in advertising. I know mm-hmm. they do. We see the commercials. They probably have a pretty high-dollar ad agency that does these things. It. I would love to have been in the boardroom when somebody said, "So we're just going to change the guy and keep him the same." I mean, right. that's just strange. It is I don't very know. Uh, yeah. I mean, you obviously could have a white guy or a black guy. It doesn't matter, but to have the same guy and have him switch midstream is kind of odd, don't you think, Rick? Yeah, yeah, I thought it was weird. If I'm not mistaken, like the first one,
1: like the white Jake starts talking to the black Jake. Aren't they both in one commercial? That yeah. was almost like the transitional commercial but i'm like you why couldn't we just have another representative from state farm that just has his own name who happens to be black yeah I, why could I, he be
2: ted
8: or, I, or mark you know mark, ted,
1: greg said calvin from yeah. state farm yeah. Right.
8: yeah right right i think a funny one <laughs> would be good, everybody right? in every cubicle his name's jake and and, and they <laughs> well, just all
7: that, i mean they're almost there i guess yeah, so like, like, yeah. yeah where's the asian well, where's the asian jake yeah, he, <laughs> huh? where's he at <laughs> That's strange. Where's the Eskimo,
2: Jake? Thank you. <laughs> very, very strange. Speedy, we got time for one more. Uh, no, we
8: do not. Dag, not. Right. So <clears throat> we're, we're, we're close. We're just a few hey, seconds away from starting. Hey, Hams, it does Sir.
2: explain the new hashtag, State Farm Lives Matter. That's it.
9: That's it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but but Rick, you know, I mean, continuity in these campaigns, you know, they go overboard. I mean, these are multi million dollar campaigns. It just seems strange that anyone would would change a character midstream. You know, it's it just, was
7: race relations, period.
2: Not not the well, like, fact that uh, you went black to white, but they just wouldn't change the
9: actor. I know. You know, well, no matter who him,
7: it was,
2: let him have his own name. Yeah. I mean, once again, here
1: we are again. White people can't even let him have their own name. I know. <laughs> what is the deal? What is the deal?
5: Top of the hour. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
0: Two conservative, heterosexual, gun toting, football loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America. Rick six
9: minutes, and
0: Bubba.
1: Six minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba show coming to you from uh, a couple of two locations. One, the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. That's where you'll find uh, the the entire team, Rick and Bubba, except for old number one. I'm here at home, uh, and I am broadcasting from home because we do have uh, a son who tested positive for COVID. Uh, I'm doing fine. He's actually doing fine. He had one bad day, but that's been back at Monday. Sherry is doing fine, and we're just following the protocol of quarantining. I'll be back uh, joining the guys a week from Monday uh, and going to follow those guidelines uh, as uh, is suggested uh, by those in the medical field. Uh, they say this pretty much seems to be the way to go, and we'll do what they tell us to do. Uh, so welcome back for a brand-new hour. Look right there. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubba.
2: Rick, glad to be here. Thank you for joining us from uh, Burgess Studio, or now what we might call the broadcast attic, uh, and, uh, and all the fun that goes along with that. But, <laughs> hey, we're adapting and overcoming, and that's all we can do.
1: That's right. We've, uh, we've had to have uh, you at home for a while. Uh, we had Speedy at home for a while. We had everybody. Uh, other than Speedy and me at home for a while during one setting, that went on for what five weeks?
2: Yeah, it was over a month. That was yeah. five to six weeks yeah. uh, when we were at the lake. That so was a party. we had that. Then huh. we had uh, we had Speedy out for a week. We had me out for the better part of a week, and now you're going to be out for a week and some change. So. Um, that's, uh, that's, you know, that is the reality of 2020 and, uh, Hey, it just keeps giving, doesn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and none of us know whether any of this is based on anything other than we think so. Right. Because it, it, it was interesting to talk to the doctor because I said, well, all right, I'm hearing you got your 10 day people, you got your 14 day people. And he said, well, why don't we just kind of split the difference? <laughs> uh, let's, uh, let's do Brody on a 10. Let's do you on somewhere around a 14. I said, okay. And I guess what they're doing, the, the ones that may or may not have been exposed longer, uh, is I guess they're doing that because you may have picked it up a few days after the person who actually has it. I don't know. Uh, but um, you know, we, we're doing the best we can do uh, to minimize uh, any issues. But so far, so good for Sherry and me. And as I said, even Brody himself uh, does not feel bad. He, he seems to have come through the worst of it. Let's pray that is the case. Uh, Now, Bubba, I understand we have a package, and it involves somebody with a flamethrower?
2: Well, as I was saying, 2020 just keeps giving in ways we never thought before. We have a man who is assaulting people with a flamethrower. We have a package courtesy of CBS. A new at 11, a bizarre attack at a Bay Area boba shop caught on camera. KPIX5's Joe Vasquez shows us how a man armed with a
0: can of WD-40 sparked a panic. The surveillance video shows just how quickly it happened. A man walked into this tea shop and set some customers' hair on fire.
11: He said something right before he sprayed, and it was kind of like an evil chuckle.
0: Angelique, who asked us not to show her face on TV, says she and her friends had stepped into the Feng Cha tea house in Berkeley and were standing in line.
9: It was literally a sneak attack.
0: Suddenly, a man chased some other people into the store, walked in the door, immediately sprayed WD-40 on three men, then set a fire with a small torch. Once he ignited it, it, just burst out into flames. Noel Nubla says it appears the man was still trying to light his torch again, so the victims decided to restrain him. Once we got outside, we were kind of just bumping fists. He got me in the face a couple of times and then I got
12: him back, he started bleeding, and then I took him down to the ground. Uh saw him pull out the knife, I pulled him down.
0: He got to the floor, his hand was there, stepped on it, stepped on his wrist, pulled him up, disarmed him from the knife. The victims say it was never clear why the man attacked them. He just kept yelling something about his daughter. Before the cops could arrive, the attacker surprised everyone and pulled out an ax.
10: He's got a, he was holding the ax and he was like just staggering Uh around. And he kept getting closer and closer, and it just—it was really
9: scary.
0: Police made a quick arrest. As for the young men, their hair was singed, and they are a bit scraped up from the fight, but they're doing okay after a bizarre attack in Berkeley. Wow. Joe Vasquez, KPIX 5. Wow. Well, Berkeley is just—I
9: mean,
2: it's it's bizarre on a normal day, but uh, this guy who was using a. Uh, WD-40 to make a flamethrower and then had a knife and an axe on him, really. Just kept pulling weapons out. (laughs) I mean... Do you uh, find it odd that if you
1: had a knife and an axe and WD-40 that you went with
4: WD-40 first? Well, I mean, he was (laughs) making a flamethrower out of it, which is... uh, but I'd rather have my chances with the WD as that axe in the back of my head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, obviously something not right with it. But what a nice setting! They're
8: just in there. They're in. They're in line. They're at a little shop. Well, they're they had ju- a cackle. Kinda, it's a know, tea shop. By
9: yeah. The way. You
4: just. They're just in conversation, and and all of a sudden oh. the door opens and your hair's on fire. And he does an evil cackle. And shoot you—that's what they said. Yeah, well, they, they did.
2: There, there's more to this story that will be coming out in in the next few days, and we really need to put, need it to connect the dots.
4: Yeah, you're
1: right. Uh, I cannot believe that he walks in and blows Gene Simmons fire. Yeah, Gene Simmons fire right on the first person, right in the back of the head. I, I'm sorry that that owned me. I, I don't want anybody to be hurt. But mm-hmm. uh, and then when she
2: talked about the evil chuckle, I mean, I'm sorry, guys, that's gold. <laughs>
1: you
4: know yeah. what?
2: When- what did he use to ignite it? Can you tell?
4: I guess just a lighter, it's a lighter or something. <clears throat> no, they he say said he had a, a blowtorch,
7: blowtorch, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It didn't look like them acetylene it was a blowtorch little blowtorches, really the did. little portables. Mm-hmm.
2: We well, you know yeah, you've see, seen see you've seen saying. that trick done before, but I, I, you know, I would be real, you know, when leery of I trying to do that. I used to use a lighter that. and
7: hairspray to yeah. press. You know, yeah. <laughs> have you done that? You've you've done? Oh it? yeah. But, get a you mouth, don't want to do it. They just
4: get a mouthful of Everclear. <laughs> Kids, do not try that at all. Yeah, do not. Uncle Greg just They're not old the enough to buy Everclear. <laughs> <laughs> but how about if that last guy, Rick,
8: isn't observant to the door opening and something going on behind him? He kind of turns and gets an idea that something's not right and then is able to duck down. But the the guy that's last in line, if he's just standing there and not not really paying attention, it could have been worse.
2: I will say this too. I think that so guy—that yeah. guy was lucky that those three didn't hurt him worse. They than went They went after him mm-hmm. because uh, I, I believe if somebody had blowtorched me at that uh-huh. point, it's uh, game is on. Yeah, I'm doing all I can Absolutely. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but,
8: but he kept pulling weapons out It's yeah. not funny But it's like yeah, he had all kinds I mean, of tricks. They fight with him a little bit Here comes a knife Fight with him a little bit more Here comes an axe I don't know where, where he had where the, axe
4: the axe yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Where do you carry
8: the axe? How do you carry that?
4: Because he was in a fight And everything and, and the axe never fell out No I'm
2: afraid to ask where he had it Yeah I know <laughs> So did, he, did they beat him up pretty good? Well, not enough. they it didn't look like in the video. Little. He was back up again.
4: Once uh, he pulled the, the axe, arrest.
7: they backed off. Rick, mm-hmm. it, they're at Berkeley with a bunch of computer programmers. They can't fight.
9: I'm surprised yeah, they went I, after him. No. At least they didn't. I know. Yeah,
2: that, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That guy was doing the talking that looked yeah. that big. I, I don't think they hurt him as much as the, uh, his actions justified. Can
1: I put it that way? <laughs> right. I yeah. agree. Right. He, he didn't, yeah, he didn't I, get I, beat I, up I, as bad as he should have. He should have been out cold. Mm-hmm. Well. i'm looking at the footage as best i can see what kind of size we got on the flamethrower he's bigger than them, yeah, he's bigger, than he is them bigger. but than them. he looks yeah. like
4: he's on something he's kind of staggering mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> you went staggering that really brought it home though. yeah then i got <laughs> choked on water <laughs> <laughs> it, it took it not greg's breath out how about that
8: <laughs> rick but when they struggle with him that's almost like they go all right we can deal with a knife let's get that from him but to y'all's point when he pulls out the axe and he's up against the car and he's he's almost like threatening them, like if you come any closer, I'm gonna start slinging this thing. And they were like, All right, I'm backing off a little bit.
4: That's law handling. Well, yeah. Which they did immediately. Mm-hmm. Stuffed him.
3: Sure.
1: So so that, the, see, the story guy, would go and then he and then he took the axe out. Is that is that how the story would yeah, end?
4: Yeah. yeah, I was handling yeah. pretty good until he pulled that axe out. <laughs> and They're like, Hey, he's got an axe. Well, guys, I'm
2: telling you, when you pull it's bad enough to have a flamethrower, you you're doing that. But mm-hmm. Once you pull the knife and then an axe, you've, yeah. you've you have uh, forfeited your chance to live.
1: Yeah. So he decided just in that going scenario, in
4: light them right? Light him up. Yeah. I just. Well, you out. know what somebody
1: asked him, don't you? Say, did you have some some kind of axe to grind? Oh,
4: ah, right. God, God, God. Okay, Rick.
1: Citizens, <laughs> uh, his, his nickname is God of Thunder.
2: <laughs> and rock and roll, yeah.
1: 15 minutes past the hour. More of the Rick and Bubba Show coming up. Our number 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll be right back. Rick
5: and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Charles
9: Barkley. You listen to the Rick and Bubba Show.
1: 20 minutes past the hour rick and bubba thank you for being with us 866 we be big is our number don't forget rick and bubba university the podcast available for you tomorrow uh pastor robbie gallaty is with us he has an incredible testimony uh and uh, you'll you'll love that i think it'll speak to you especially if you or someone you love uh, has battled with these with drug addiction also uh he talks about his um replicate ministry and, and discipleship in the church. And we talk about uh, the story uh, the first time I met him that involved, uh, what a lot of people thought was a potential bomber who was trying to blow up the arena where we were having the men's conference while Russell Moore was speaking. Uh, <laughs> so I, were, were you a little shocked by Robbie Gallaty's size, Bubba?
2: Rick, he's huge. He's huge. I mean, I, I, I was joking. He played defensive end for the Titans. Yeah, and what about when he had just got his ham license right before you start talking to him? That is funny. That's funny. It's a small world, isn't it? <laughs>
1: we, we we started thinking, Bubba and
2: I were texting, texting after
1: it was over. When you look at the things that Robbie Gallaty is interested in and the things that Bubba and, and and I'm interested in, we think that Robbie Gallaty may be
2: what we would look like if Bubba and I were combined into one person. <laughs> <laughs> oh but it it was fun man he's energetic he has a great story and you need to catch that this weekend i think you'll enjoy it uh rick before we move on we were talking about this jake from state farm thing okay and can we just address this quickly i I was uh we had a emailer uh send us a story and it's called why jake from state farm had to be recast uh and uh it, it it's a long drawn out thing but the bottom line was apparently the original jake which debuted in 2011 which i can't believe that's blowing my mind it's been that long the the where the wife catches him in the middle of the night and they're you know they're playing off all that and that guy was not a professional actor i don't know if he just worked for state farm or he's somebody that got to do it or whatever he delivered the line about wearing the khakis it caught on it went big But they said as they expanded the role, the character, he became their flow, if you would. And and he said as they expanded the role and required more acting, that that guy was not capable of doing it. So they had to recast the character of Jake. That's what they're saying. Yeah, I'm looking at that right
1: now from the information. They said that they did a casting call of actual State Farm employees in the beginning. They wanted to see, could a real agent pull off this character they'd come up with? And this guy won the gig, as you (laughs) stated. But he was really only good enough to deliver the uh, khakis. (laughs) And, uh, And he did that perfectly. But as you just said, they're there, and I think now I do believe that when they said if we're going to go with an actor now, let, let's let uh let's see if we can't go with some diversity. Uh, I'm not trying to act like that, that's probably not still the case, but it looks like they were going to add a professional actor no matter what. Yeah,
9: yeah, yeah.
2: it looked like the, the character, as they call it, evolved.
9: Mm-hmm.
2: So, you know, that's that's the nickel answer for whatever it's worth. So, anyway. Yeah. Right. No, what were we going to do? Where were we going? Well, go? Can I say one question, more question on that though,
1: yeah. Bubba? Here's the only thing. And I certainly think the actor, he looks like fun and does a great job. <laughs> who am I? But you, you did a casting call to find out who delivered the um, khakis the best. So is that no
2: longer going to be your catchphrase? Because he was the guy that delivered that line the best. Well, he was funny. And I think he was funny because he wasn't a professional actor. You know, that's, I think that's kind of how it came across. All right. So the other thing we were going to talk about
1: was this, this thing about the big 10 in college football again, oh, yeah, yeah. because if you ever want to see confirmation about something, normally you want to go to someone who is an opponent of the point that you're making and see if they're mad about it. And it looks like we're seeing an article, you know, Trump said all along that when the big 10 wasn't going to play, that he was going to get involved in this and he was going to get the big 10 to play in college football. And the big 10 is now announcing they're going to play college football. And of course, as, as all of us know, because we understand the personality of our president, he is immediately taking credit as you read his tweet yesterday, Bubba, um, I think it was yesterday or the day before where he's taking credit saying, by the way, you're all welcome. The Big Ten is going to play.
2: I was glad I was able to get in there and make that happen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He just he wanted to thank everybody for letting him have a small part in it.
13: (laughs) Right. So so you You think what was happening?
2: (laughs) Yeah, you think to yourself, well, is that really? Is that just Trump doing his thing? Is that really going to
1: play? Because if you look, if you look in the Big Ten, what do you see? A lot of swing states. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Michigan, Wisconsin,
2: Ohio, all that.
1: Yeah, a lot of important states in there. And so now we've got this guy, which I I don't know much about him, uh, uh, wrote an article uh, at AL.com, Joseph Goodman. Now, I know some of the stuff he's written in the past. He certainly is a liberal. And for him to say that Trump is going to get credit for this, and this has been a huge mistake, and he's calling out the behavior of the Big Ten, that you're handing Donald Trump a way to say to these states, you're welcome, he is agreeing that he thinks that's going to be a narrative a stick as well, because he's mad about
2: it. Yeah, he was, uh, he basically, there was a great quote in here, what was it, he said, um, uh, he, <laughs> he said that Trump basically took all these smart guys that ran these universities and made them look like idiots, and I'm paraphrasing, but that that was kind of what I took from the whole article. Well, and what's cool about that is it's not being written by
1: Sean Hannity or, you know, a conservative. This is a liberal that is saying, y'all let Donald Trump play you. And now he's going to come off as a hero. Uh, and he's also calling out the hypocrisy. It can't be about player safety, uh, because if it was about player safety, uh, you would just continue to say we're not going to play because nothing's really changed. And we have players getting it what 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 I would say disagree a little bit with the guy who wrote the article. One thing that has changed, yes, players are testing
2: positive, but the teams are just kind of moving on and playing anyway. right, right. And uh, you know, I, I think you uh, you chalk one up here for the people on this. Here's the thing. he He's kind of mad that Trump's gonna get get credit for this. Look, like Trump, dislike Trump, whatever, give, give him credit where credit's due. He got him to play football. That's what everybody wanted to do. You get a call from the president, it certainly you know, makes you think about what you're doing. But remember, we had players that were out protesting. We had parents protest. And then when these other, other leagues started playing, I mean, it made, it made it look ridiculous. In the state of Ohio, you had high school teams playing. You had uh, minor uh, college teams playing. You had pro teams playing. The only team not playing was Ohio State. I mean, that just does not make sense to normal people, right? Am I missing something there? No, no, you're right. Do you love this line? I'm
1: reading part of the article now. He said when college football divided by a poor leadership in the Big Ten dealing with the public relations nightmare, it took one phone call and a tweet by Trump to scare the university presidents into the corner. Trump then squeezed them like some python
2: devouring a sacrificial rabbit.
9: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Look, just... Be glad that they're playing football, okay? It doesn't have to be an anti-Trump thing, does it? Does it? everything have to be that way? Can we have anything and go, well, you know what? I don't like him. I don't like this. But, hey, on this point, he did a good job. Can we just well, say he, that?
1: Well, if he backs that governor in Michigan into this corner and she tries to keep Michigan and Michigan State from playing, I'm telling you, it's going to have a lot of folks that, that might be Democrat looking at her and looking at what Trump's wanting. And it may really have an impact in Michigan if she decides to draw some
2: hard line. She needs to be careful. If she tries to block them from playing, it will be the biggest political win
5: in Donald Trump's history. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
11: It's Misty May, and you're listening to Rick and Bubba,
5: Rick and Bubba.
1: 35 minutes past the hour the Rick and Bubba Show. As we make our way back, lines are available. Uh, we've talked again uh, about a number of topics. You can bring up your own topics if you want to. Harry Murdahl is ready. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Dial us up. Lines are available, and we'll get to your phone calls here momentarily. I do want to point you to carshield.com. got a... Uh, a text yesterday, Bubba, from one of our Wednesday Bible study guys, and the text simply said, I just signed up for CarShield. Please tell Bubba, thank you for the discount. <laughs> so uh, you, you get it by going to carshield.com using the promo code Bubba. It'll save you 10% off any plan that you pick. Now, these protection plans are designed to uh, to give you uh, you know a, a sense of security, uh, meaning, hey, I don't have a warranty anymore. Uh, my card is no longer under the... Manufacturer's warranty, or maybe I bought a used car, it had some warranty left on it. Whatever the case may be, you have no protection. So, CarShield says, Hey, we offer protection plans. And if it's a covered repair, they will pay the ASC certified mechanic, the dealership, whatever of your choice. They'll pay them directly and And then you get a rental car at no extra charge while yours is being repaired and you get 24 seven roadside assistance and these protection plans can be customized, they're flexible and they start at only ninety nine dollars a month. Would you like the piece of having your car under? Uh, America's number one auto protection company. Well, then go to CarShield.com uh, and uh, you can put in the promo code Bubba, save ten percent, or you can call them one eight hundred Car six thousand. Mention our friend Bubba, and you'll also save ten percent on whatever plan that you pick for your vehicle. And of course, there's a link at RickAndBubba.com under the sponsors. Bubba, there's phone calls coming in. I can see them. Harry murdahl has got them set up ready to go. Uh,
2: direct, sir, where are we headed? Let's go to Murray, Kentucky, and check in with Ryan. Ryan, what's up?
6: Hey, good morning. Hey. I was just wondering if uh, y'all had heard about the Princeton University president that tried to be slick and say there was systemic racism there at the university, and the Secretary of Education said, well, if that's the case, then you know you've violated the Civil Rights Act, and you no longer are due any, any federal dollars.
2: Yeah, I, I saw. I that? saw where he had made the statement, and uh, someone had took issue with it. But I, I don't. I didn't know all the details of it. Hmm. But but by the way, whoever
1: did that, that is a good one. Yeah, yeah. If he if he tried to be sharp and go out there and openly, well, look, we got systemic racism all over this university. Well, you know what? We actually dealt with that in our constitution. And if you're violating that, then you have just lost all
2: your federal dollars. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, it's it's kind of blown up on him. That's for sure. Well, that's uh, interesting. Well, how about uh, that? Richard, yeah. yeah. Our call screening screen has just disappeared. Oh, we're coming right back, though. Watch okay. this. Oh, good. Boom. I just went to sleep. There that's go. good. Boy, boy, what a week. <laughs> it just, do that every 2020 now. just keeps delivering, doesn't it? Let's go to T-Town. Brandon in Tuscaloosa. Brandon, what's up? Hey, man. Monkey Grass and Green
7: Acres, guys. Oh, wow. wow. Thank good you.
6: Good yeah. hey, I I yeah. to say, Hey, man, my daddy was a huge fan of y'all. He never got a chance to ever call, but... I figured I'd call for him and just say what's up.
2: Well, Brandon, we appreciate that. I'm sorry. I assume that you lost him?
6: Yes, sir. It's been about eight, seven, eight years ago, but yeah.
2: Okay. Mm. Well, thank you very much for sharing that.
6: Uh, Ain't no problem. Like I said, I always enjoy your guys' show in the morning time, so I just thought I'd call and say what's up. (laughs) What's up?
2: Brandon, thank you very much. (laughs) Uh, Let's go to Tom in Birmingham uh, listening to the flagship station, WZZK. What's up, Tom?
6: Good morning, gentlemen. Hey. Uh, I was calling to see if y'all had uh, seen the article where uh, Alex uh, Venezuela, uh, I believe is his name, off of Pittsburgh, uh, took Mr. Rose's name off of his helmet and put a war hero's name on it. And uh, the uh, the parents of Mr. Rose were kind of upset about it. I'll hang up. And li- oh, and I'm a longtime listener.
2: Oh, thank, thank you. Yeah, so we're much. talking about Appreciate Anton Ant- Antoine Rose. Well, that they, one is well, that the, the story we talked about earlier? No, no, he, this is different. He's talking different.
4: about that's the the big offensive tackle that's a former soldier. Mm-hmm. Remember yeah. last year he came. They did they stay in the locker room and he was asked if it'd be okay if he went out because he wanted to right. stand because mm-hmm. he's a former Correct. soldier. Yeah. yeah, he took the name off and put it was I guess somebody was killed and mm-hmm. while serving. I, yeah. yeah. Anyway, oh, and just called all kinds of heat about it. Yeah, but Bubba, you where you are correct.
1: It is the same person being taken off the helmet. Is it the same that person? Uh, Pouncey's taking off as
4: well? Yeah,
2: yeah. Wow, yeah. this is really getting confusing. I'm right, you know, it's crazy. Who would have thought it got confusing, Bubba? Yeah,
4: what's confusing about all this?
2: <laughs> uh, you when you you take uh, politics and you add it to sports, it gets very confusing. Yeah, it does uh, let's, well it, and, and inconsistent. Yeah, yeah. Let's go to John in Indiana. John, welcome to the show.
8: He's still screening
2: him, Bubba. Okay, now he's put him on hold. I'm sorry. Go ahead, John. Hey,
6: guys. How you doing? Great. Uh, Little interesting uh, tidbit here. The governor of Michigan yesterday um, restricted indoor uh, events to 10 people again. Um, However, for regions 6 and 8, which are the tourism regions of like Traverse City, Mackinac, St. Ignace up there, she quietly put back on the website that it could be at 250 people. Just thought that was a real sly move and interesting deal there that she pulled there. Oh, well, it's
3: no surprise with her though.
2: I tell you, she's, she has really been a bird through all this, hasn't she? I mean, that's, that's
3: amazing. Yeah. Uh, you uh, need every this, guys
2: really take a lesson,
1: really take a lesson right now. This is exactly yep. what our founding fathers warned us about. Yep. The government will always grab ground whenever you allow them to do so. She is now, as you are, are alluding to, Bubba, she is saying, look, there's a pandemic. There's fear. I think I've got power that I normally probably couldn't get away with. So she is acting like she's the queen of the kingdom of yep. Michigan. Mm-hmm. And she's and she's not. And then they take it. They're inconsistent. They cut deals over here. Look what we found out about the mayor of Nashville they're all using this pandemic to grab power and to push agendas and do things. Uh, She's not going to let this thing die because she thinks that the more chaos that we we can cause going into November, the better because she's a raging far leftist Uh, and the people of Michigan are pushing back and you need to, we need to be sure that the local, the state and the federal people that are serving supposed to be, their communities, their state or their country are kept inside the parameters that we, the people allowed, and they cannot step outside of them. And I don't care if you got COVID or somebody dies of COVID, you can't let them step out of the power that was given to them. They're
2: limited and they need to stay limited. Trust me, you're going to regret this. Rick, let's go to Kentucky, uh, the Bluegrass State. Terry, go ahead. You're on the Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for calling.
12: Well, thank you so much, Bubba. Good morning to all. I had two things. I want to do a shout-out to my husband, who's an octogenarian. Rich is his name. He watches it every day and stands up and salutes at the national anthem. So it's his birthday. Happy birthday. But Oscar. also, I wanted to bring up the national mayor. John Rich did a rant last night, yeah. I think it was Laura's show, and it was so good. And it's probably going to end in a class-action lawsuit, he says. So that's what I wanted to bring up. I didn't know if you'd seen it or not.
8: I saw the headline. I did see the the
2: headline of that. I didn't look into the story. So it was on Laura
12: Ingram.
8: I
2: saw him talking about Mm -hmm. it, but I didn't hear what he was saying.
12: Oh, he he said a lot. So you might want to pull it up and and listen to it.
2: Okay, we'll try to find that for a little later. Yeah, that'd be Uh, a good
1: one, because I'm telling you, this mayor thing, it's, it's big in Nashville. It's big. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah, and, uh, you know, hiding good information so they can continue with some of the uh, power grabs. In this case, uh, a big uh, – was it a property tax increase that they were pushing yeah. for 34%? Yeah. So
1: Yeah, it, it's okay to give people good news when you have it, and, and it's okay to
2: give them bad news, but you got to give both. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to uh, – Speedy, let's go down to line seven. Uh, uh, calling from Pelham, is that uh, Robert or Robert what is it? it looks like Roberto. Roberto? Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah, it's me. It's Roberto. Hey, man. Hey, I, I, w- hey good morning. Uh, the one thing that really troubles me is that all these athletes can put names of, of criminals on their, on their helmets. On their, they could do that all day long. But I'd love to see the Christian athletes across the board put the name of Jesus Christ on, on their jerseys. And let's see how that goes.
2: Yeah, well, that won't go very far. I, I can pretty much tell you that. I can, uh, you know, they were already banning stuff that Tebow was doing back when he was playing. Well, that was my question. Didn't they ban, you know, putting Bible verses on your face? And well, and, see, uh, they ought to bring it back though, right now, because the NFL's in full retreat. Yeah, and I don't know that they would tell anybody they can't do anything right now. Good point. Yeah, Boy, uh, you're right. let's go to Sam in the great state of Alabama. Sam, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Good morning, guys. How are y'all? Hey, we're great.
6: Mm. Hey, uh, lo- long-time listener. Uh, Hadn't been watching the show very long on YouTube. Uh, and kind of piggyback off of what Taylor had to say earlier, I would have gone to my grave swearing up and down that Calvin Speedy whoever, was a black gentleman.
8: Well, he, he is. Thank you, Sam. <laughs>
4: Thank you, but no. Calvin Calloway
9: <laughs> Yeah.
1: Well, it, it's um, and and I, if I I may be wrong, but I think State Farm is actually stuck to him. <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> Rick Burgess.
2: <laughs> Y'all just tuning to TV, it's killing me today. Y'all are too much. <laughs> we'll be back eight six six.
1: We be big as our number. Uh, And uh, thank you for the phone calls As uh, we thought, Bubba Sometimes we go to the phones If the stories are kind of B minus, C plus Old phones will be there for you
5: Yeah, they will (laughs) Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba
12: You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show The two sexiest fat men
0: alive
1: nine minutes to the top of the hour the rick and bubba show 866 we be big is the number i know we more phone calls are standing by we'll get to some more of those including with this nashville situation you know i did see the story yesterday ben shapiro has announced he's moving all of his operation from california he said i'm done with california and not gonna live uh, in this type of government and he just moved everything to nashville and now the mayor's done this um, so, uh, anyway, we do Man, have John load Rich. Up,
2: load up and keep moving.
1: <laughs> yeah, John Rich, uh, we do have this audio courtesy of Laura Ingram and Fox News, and uh, here he is talking about what we now know the mayor has done.
13: Uh, economic health and the livelihood of so many. What's it like right now? Uh, it is a disaster. It is gutted. Uh, mayor John Cooper has betrayed our town. He has betrayed Music City. He is a Judas to this town. He is now the de Blasio of the South. Mm -hmm. That is what he is. He has lied to our town for months and months on end. And there are real casualties with this, Laura. Uh, Forget some of the big companies that have lost a lot of money. Let's talk about musicians. Let's talk about bartenders and servers and security guards, all the people that work downtown in Nashville that were targeted by this Judas of a mayor, John Cooper, who claims he loves Nashville and loves Music City. Yet he had the information at his fingertips that told him Broadway and the music scene is not what's creating the COVID-19 problem in Nashville. But yet he decided not to display that information to us and instead week after week lied to us and kept us under control. Brought this town to its knees to try to put us into submission, thinking that his elitist arrogance could overcome a bunch of dumb country hicks, right, that live in this town and that he could override us with his will. Mm. Well, let me tell you something. He's got a real highfalutin education. Go look him up. I bet there's a phrase he understands really well, but I'm going to remind him of what it is. Class action law suit. (laughs) That is what's Mm. coming for this Judas of a mayor next, uh, the good night. Wow, wow,
2: wow, wow, wow! Strong, wow. strong words. John kind of, John kind of laid it
8: out. Didn't he did. He? I don't know. <laughs> he wow. didn't misunderstand that. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't stutter.
2: <laughs> uh-uh. Well, uh, you know Judas. what? Good, good for them. Uh, good for the pushback because if you don't have this kind of pushback, government will move on unchecked, and our whole our whole country is set up on the people limiting the government based on the rights that the creator gave them that no one can take away. If the creator gave you certain rights, inalienable, as they say, the government can't take it away. That was the point of the document. It is to limit. It is to tie the hands. It's to put a fence around government. And when they get out of that fence, we got to put them back in it. The government is the bad thing that the Constitution is limiting, not the people, right. not the exactly. people. It is the government, the state, the federal, the city, the county, whatever. That is what it is all about. And and if we don't have pushback, that's when the boundaries get moved. So it is time to push back. And John no did a great job. No,
1: no doubt. And what he said, Bubba, you're you know we talk about this all the time. When somebody steps out of line, and in this case, the government. The response needs to be so severe that that all the rest of the politicians are terrified to be this mayor. I mean, his name needs to become synonymous with something horrible, and no one wants to be associated with this name in politics because did you see what the people of Nashville did to him when he tried to pull? I love how John Rich used that analogy. He thinks we're all a bunch of hicks. Mm-hmm. He's, he's an arrogant elitist. And he thought he would come in here and be a tyrannical mayor and raise everybody's property taxes over over a lie that he was perpetuating and ru- ruin people's way to make a living. And the people of Nashville, I hope, will get in line with John Rich and make this mayor pay a political price for it.
2: As a matter of fact, the mayor of Nashville is pulling on Rick's Internet connection as he speaks. <laughs> yes, he is. See so, what happens? Yep. You speak out against him. He tries to stop the Internet. Yeah, you, you can't have that. You can't have that. All right, do you want to you want to take some more of these calls, Rick? Sure. Uh, let's go to Ron, who is in Nashville, and he has some questions. Ron.
12: No, I, I, morning Biggins and Green Acres.
2: Hey, oh, buddy!
13: Wow, thank
12: you. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I wanted to add to the Nashville thing. I live in Nashville. I've been up here about fifteen years. I used to live in Birmingham. Listen to y'all twenty five years. Love it. Thank you, sir. So the, the mayor last week asked the governor for more funding because of the lower tax revenue they're getting from the coronavirus. I mean, the, uh, the lower tax revenue due to the right. coronavirus. The governor said, no, thanks. We're not giving <laughs> you any more money. We gave you $93 million, and you've used $5.5 just for businesses. That's all. And so uh, the mayor also said just this week that Nashville is having the slowest recovery in America of a city its size.
2: Well, maybe it's because of the leadership doing stupid things. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They,
12: they, they're continuing to keep uh, bars, restaurants at 50% capacity. He, the mayor announced yesterday as if he was doing something great. They're going to let 10% of the fans go to a football game, the first Titans football game in October, wow.
2: 10%. Well, thank She's him gross. for that gift. Mm. <laughs> right, right. <clears throat> what an honor. <laughs> well, look, he, he is going to answer to the people of Nashville, and they're pushing back, and it's good. It's a good thing. I'm glad they're pushing back, and I hope they continue to push, and if necessary, get the courts involved like John uh, Rich said. Yeah, yeah for real. All right, let's go to uh, – didn't we have another Nashville call? Uh, let's see. Let's go to um, Mark in Birmingham. Mark, go ahead. We'll change topics here a little bit. Good
6: morning,
2: folks. First hey, time caller. Hey, thank you, sir. Thanks for listening.
6: Look, man, I know it's kind of off-topic for today, but it was something I was thinking about yesterday. Where I was talking about the wildfires and, uh, you know, uh, who's responsible you know, for what and everything. And I was doing some reading, and, like I'm seeing a lot of things saying that the, a lot of the forest out there is federally owned, but I don't know. It seems like there's more to it than than that. Like, do we give them money to take care of the forest, or, 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 or the federal is the federal government supposed to send people out to do that themselves? Are the environmentalists shutting them down when they try to do it? Like, I'm just. I'm just trying to look for some clarity and figure out what's you know what's going on. Mark, like half the country's burning,
9: you
2: know. Mark, here's the thing: I, I can't tell you for sure, and Rick, if you know, jump in the nuts and bolts of of what you're asking. But we do know this: the environmentalists have a stranglehold on the governments of the western states of the United States, and they don't want one tree cut. They don't want one creek dammed up. They don't want anything. They want everything to be left natural. Well, if you leave it natural, it burns. And that is where fire breaks, control burns, actually managing the forest comes in. Now, they have some conditions we don't have to deal with. Santa Ana winds and all that. I got that. But when you have those things that accelerate the fires, it's even more important that you do things to prevent fires from starting in the first place.
1: Yeah, I think you're right, Bubba. I I don't think, I think that they're supposed to do a job
5: that we paid them to do. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
12: Two men who
6: warned you that soccer would destroy the country. Rick
5: and Bubba.
1: Well, we were prophetic, we told you. Uh, six minutes past the hour from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. It is a brand new hour. Uh, I'm still at Home Studios. Uh, we got Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, uh, and Eddie Van Adler all there at the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. And look over there. Look at him sitting there right in there. Uh, it's Bill Bubba
2: Buzzy. Hey Bubs. Rick, glad to be here and thank all of you for sharing a few hours with us each and every day. You know what it's time for, don't you?
9: Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh.
1: wonderful will of meat brought to you by our friends at harryanddavid.com. Delicious meats delivered right to the door. Also 1-800-Flowers. Dot com. Moultrie's that stuff on the wheel. We got cameras. We've got feeders. We've got stuff from the Rick and Bubba store on the wheel. We've got uh, uh, Blaze TV subscriptions. We got Buzzbox coffee, but also potential pitfalls. You could be eaten by jaws. Uh, you c- it could land on. Hey, I mean you can't even have nothing. Huh. Or Henry the horse could come out and entertain. But no one gets a prize except the entertainment uh, on that particular moment. So here's how we've set it up since I'm here at home. We've got Speedy taking your phone calls, Helmsley screening them, Greg's playing the drums, uh adler is in there giving it to you on youtube and bill bubba Bussy has stepped over to spin the wonderful wheel of meat How i think that? i've
2: only done this one time so I, i'm glad to be back with the wheel yeah. i love the wheel rick and, and i want to know baby, it reminds me of pizza yeah baby brother wanted to know
8: can you hear the drums he's just wanting to really show it he's wanting to show out for you you know what
2: I, I, I can hear that
8: uh-huh. so well. Yeah, okay. I just wanted to make sure. The only mic up is mine and the wireless, and it's yeah, still that loud.
2: I think you could go out in the yard and hear it. <laughs> I do too, Bubba. <laughs> All
1: right, so the phone calls are standing by speedy. As soon as you see one
8: screened and oh, ready, yeah. they're ready. you pick them, bubble spin, and we'll roll from there. All right, Rick, we're going to go to Will in Louisville, Kentucky. Will, what's up? What do you say?
6: Hey, good morning. Wow, what a wheel. Bubba. Let hey, it
8: Bubba. <laughs> oh, she's just a spinning, Rick.
6: Let's too do good. Let's get some heart free today.
8: <laughs> Bubba, he, <laughs> Bubba, you spent that. You spent, hey, Bubba, you spun it well. Good job, we'll buddy. Take steak,
2: Still, still on, spinning. Bubba. I just still, put my weight into it.
8: Still spinning, by the way. Come on, baby. Oh, yeah. Still oh, well, we got some meat, Rick. We got meat. Meat meat, Ooh,
9: meat, meat 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 Ooh, meat, meat, meat. win today and oh, <laughs> meat Well,
1: meat me it is. Yeah. david.com they'll send that right to you a $50 gift card uh and congratulations uh, for winning really it's namesake. Meat yeah. from the wonderful Will of Meat. One span, one
8: meat. Good job, Bubba. That's that that was excellent, by the way. One for one. Yes, exactly. All right, let's go to the city. Sunny in Florida. Sunny in Florida. <laughs> what do you say? All right, wow, what a wheel. Oh, a bubble.
4: Here we go. Wow, he's really getting into that.
9: Okay.
8: Things lighting up, too. Greg's still playing hard for you, Rick. I hear it. All right, just checking. All right, slowing down here. Slowing down. See what we got. Oh, 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 oh. Come on, come on. Are you kidding me? Oh, Buzzbox, Buzzbox,
3: Buzzbox,
2: Buzzbox drink it!
8: <laughs> did,
1: did I hear we somebody were... try to go to the coffee
2: too quick? I heard Buzzbox ice <laughs> <make> cream <laughs> coffee. Of- I mean, we were one click from getting meat again. We, by re- yeah, way. yeah, we really one were. One click, re- yeah. <laughs> yeah. One
8: Buzzbox.
1: All right, we've got we got a, a, a pound of Buzzbox coffee. Are you already a Buzzbox
11: subscriber? No, I am not.
1: Well, you know what? You'll probably be after this. Mm-hmm. We'll send you a free pound of BuzzBox coffee. If you decide you want to start getting it every month, just join up. 10% goes to the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund. It's the best coffee you've ever tasted. Thanks to all of you that drink BuzzBox coffee and make a difference one cup at a time.
8: Congratulations. Let's go to Brandy in Decatur, Alabama. What's up, Brandy? Hey, Brandy. Hey. What do you say to Bubba?
11: Wow, what a wheel.
8: Oh, here we go. <laughs> I think Rick I think Greg just broke a drumstick. Alright. Really spinning it, lighting up good. I like how you hold that bubble. You're doing a good job. Alright, Rick, it's slowing down. It's getting close. It's getting close. Oh, here we go. We got
2: Mo Tree Mo Tree Mo Tree.
3: View It! Right.
1: <laughs> now that's, that's big. So Brandy, what do you want? Do you want the camera from Moultrie or would you like to have the feeder package?
3: Um,
2: the camera, please.
1: Oh, all yeah. right. Well, the good news is you just need to let us know whether the place where the camera will be located is at Verizon or AT&T. And that way Moultrie will send you or whoever's going to be using this. Do you, do you hunt Brandy or is this going to be
8: for somebody else?
12: Yeah.
8: Do what Brandy? I'm sorry. You cut out. What was that?
12: It'll be for somebody else. Oh, somebody oh, else, okay. Rick.
8: I hear you. <laughs> and nothing says I love you like the gift of a Moultrie camera. All right, so we'll put you on hold, get your information, and Moultrie will send that right to you. There we go. All right, let's go to Jeffrey in Birmingham, Rick. Jeffrey in Birmingham. No, Jeff. Hey, guys. Hey, man. What do you I say to Bubba? Wheel. All right, Bubba, here you go. Oh, oh, a smooth spin, Rick. The change. I see it. Oh, yeah. Okay, Greg. Good. Do the change-up. All, all right, Rick, here we go.
10: Oh, flowers, 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 smell it. <laughs> All
1: right, well, well, now it's time to make some choices here. Uh, two dozen red roses from 1-800-Flowers.com. Two dozen multicolored roses or Alabama, I'm sorry, autumn lilies bouquet. Which one?
6: Let's go with the roses, the the red roses.
8: Red roses,
1: right? Oh, he's classic. I can tell he's a red roses guy. <laughs> you can tell. 1-800-Flowers.com will uh, send those to wherever you want those to go. Always go to 1-800-Flowers.com, click on the radio icon, enter the code Bubba, and check and see if we got some savings going on. All
8: right. Uh, Let's see here, Rick. We're going to go to Chelsea, Alabama, where Jason is
6: standing by. Hey, Jason, let's go. Wow, what a wheel. Oh,
8: wow, what a wheel, Bubba. He said reverse spin, Rick. It's a reverse spin. Reverse. All right, here we go. Well done, Bubba. Well done, my friend.
10: Uh oh. Is it? It is. Spatchler! 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 Flip, Flip it. it! Flip! Flip!
1: <laughs> let me let me tell you something if you're flipping with the rick and bubba spatula you mean business yes, i used sir. it just yesterday Ooh. just yesterday uh so congratulations on the rick and bubba spatula uh it is available there in the store at rickandbubba.com if you already have the spatula we now also offer the rick and bubba gorilla tongs which it has on the side somebody
8: means business mm-hmm. thanks for listening to rick and bubba enjoy the spatula yes sir Rick, we think I think we got time for one more. I believe. Let's so. go. Let's rip. Let's see here. Go to West in Florence, Alabama. West, what's up? Hey, wow! What a wheel! Oh, Bobby said, "Oh, a powerful, strong swing here." Uh huh. Greg, we can hear you, buddy. I think Greg's sweating, Rick. Yeah, it's still spinning. Strong swing. Can you hear a
2: thing over, buddy, Rick?
8: Yeah, really. All right, slowing down. Rick's getting close. There we go. Getting close. It's on. Yes, me, me me, 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 me. Congratulations.
1: We well, meat, meat it is. That's all A fifty-dollar gift card from HarryandDavid.com. Originally known, if you remember, guys, for the world-famous and Speedy. This was why you loved them—those mouthwatering watering <laughs> pears. But now, uh, uh, Harry and David—they send delicious meats and seafood. <laughs> right to the door with the same excellence that speedy once experienced when he got his monthly delivery of sweet, wonderful prepares. Uh, we will, we will be sure that you get a $50 gift card from them. Enjoy it how you want to. And, uh, and let us know how much you love it. Thanks for listening to the Rick and Bubba show, watching the Rick and Bubba show, or however you get
2: the Rick and Bubba show.
8: We'll take a break and come back now. Fifteen minutes past the hour, Bubba. I thought you did an excellent
2: job. It was my pleasure and my honor to serve. I
8: mean, that was the first time you've done it like for a full set in a long right? time. Yeah, there it goes
6: again.
5: Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
6: Jimmy Westbrook with Little Big Town, and I cannot believe I am on the Rick and Bubba show, but here I am,
10: and hey,
1: awesome! Twenty-one minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, and a room in the upper part of Rick's house. Uh, that is where I'm. That's where I'm sitting. Uh, you know what, Bubba? We could what, do here. Rick, if, wait a minute. You want to have?
2: Rick, wait a minute. You mean to tell me you're in the upper room? Mm-mm. I'm in the upper room oh, not You're not, you're
1: not going to believe this A minute ago got looked like Adler Only taller Walked through the wall
2: <laughs> Hey I know this is probably uh, You know Out of school Here and off the page A little bit But uh, Is there any hope We're going to see Buddy In any of this like I told you guys, I, I guess next week maybe
1: I've got, I mean, he literally is two floors below me. It's a long way to get Buddy.
4: I'll run down uh, there and
8: get him, Rick. You're in
2: shape. Rick,
4: I want you to do one Rick doesn't like Buddy. He wants nothing to I do. Know, with I
2: know, I know, but the audience wants to see him. I want buddy. you to put him up on, on his pad on that table behind you so we can see him laying there. <laughs> mm-hmm. so maybe he'll he roll has, around or something. Yeah. He has his own little place, you know, in
1: every single room. I've got a Buddy place behind
8: me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Rick, we want you to come uh, from the back porch uh, to us via the phone for one segment. Quality won't be as good, but you know what? Guys, guys, I no, I can't take this computer and walk all
1: the way through the house. Now, I could go get Buddy and just come back to this location.
2: <laughs> just run down there and get him, be out <laughs> oh, of breath, and
1: have from, Buddy. Yeah, just call guys from buddy. your phone. What, what do y'all think about the fact that I'll have to pass through the bottom area, though, where... Uh, where our covid kid is i mean he's oh, in his room. what if buddy's got in his room yeah, he's not
2: the, yeah, yeah buddy may have it all over him Rick, yeah, i'll be yeah, careful he may have been I, in there wallowing with buddy who knows I, I yeah. don't, but i noticed that bubby you had said
1: and i don't know how to do it you know if we're going to do it another five days because of that do i need to play with some of these backgrounds oh and one yeah of y'all, i do and one of y'all sent me a picture mm-hmm.
8: of where i sit yeah who was that? that it, was was me. Speed, yeah, speed, yeah, it was me. Yeah. And I wanted to take a better picture. That was quick. Uh, I'd like to take a better picture
2: if I could, but that one will work for sure. Rick, do you think Sherry will mind if you paint that wall green over the weekend? <laughs> I, I may do that. I'm going to do that and drill through the sheetrock
1: and get me an Ethernet. <laughs>
9: <laughs> right. speed,
1: speed you have to send me so many things and now i've got to go so far back to even all find right, that picture right, let
2: me
8: get my would Scott you see if you could put any background
1: on. up no there real. Rick?
2: let's just put any background so what right do there. i do what, what do uh, i do me, i got I, i'm gonna have to pull it right, up rick. here so i can walk all right room. rick I'm, and i'm resending you the picture yeah, look, right it, now nobody panic it's also rick just a side do, note, y'all, do while, y'all really think this can go downhill
8: that's my question side note while bubba's bringing that up <laughs> we do need to look at how bubba's feeling he's turned the air conditioner up about a degree every day it's hot in here now Hey, you, wouldn't be you, able to, to, you wouldn't be able to stand it, Rick. I don't, I don't know what's, what's happening. happening with him, yeah, but, but something's happening.
4: <laughs> it, well, it, what does Rick? that mean? I got I mean,
8: about, about it for another week. <laughs> I'm literally about to sweat. Okay? Uh, well,
2: we can turn it back down. If
8: Bubba's
4: lost a little weight,
2: and he's getting cold. <laughs> uh, that's but what Rick, it is. I can't find my Zoom thing now. I don't know what happened to Who am I? I'm at all the things
1: At the bottom, and I see a share screen. I see record reactions.
2: No, did you go up? Go up to Preferences. I'll just go from memory on it, okay? I don't see Preferences. On Zoom, if you go up uh, in the left corner under where it says Zoom and click it, there'll be a menu come down, and it says Preferences is maybe the second or third choice. I'm really being entertained Uh, by this. Well, I think I may
1: have messed this whole thing up because when we were having a bad signal, I got rid of everything except (laughs) the monitor of what I see of y'all. So I don't even see the original Zoom background. I'm looking... At the video of y'all is all I see. And then stuff around that picture. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so over here in the left-hand corner, I got nothing.
2: Oh, uh, okay. What, what move
8: about your, the bottom? Yeah.
2: Move your cursor what if you up zoom there. Zoom and, and does it come up? <laughs> can you make it come up? I see, up, you go I up
1: see a, a green shield up here toward the left. Oh, What's a green that? green
8: shield. Oh, click it. I don't know. I don't, I don't, know, know, I don't know, I know what that, that is. is. I don't even I know, know what that is. I see something that's
1: a circle with the letter I in it. That's your mighty shield. And I
8: got back sweat. <laughs> you can a little green? <laughs> It's so hot in here, Rick. You would take your shirt off if you were in
2: here. Yeah. It ain't that I hot, got mine Greg, off. Greg likes it too. He was saying yeah. he wanted it
4: warmer. Ham said he can actually wear short sleeves now. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, y'all realize y'all realize it's the elderly that get cold. <laughs> I know. Ah, that's look, right.
5: Look, I, I,
2: look, the baby aspirin's got my blood thin. I, if
8: you were to shake my hands because we can't do it anymore, we're not going to My my palms would be really warm. I can cut it back down if if you're
1: bothered we're
3: by it. At least I it's ask
1: everybody real. if they're are right with it. By the way, if y'all are interested in the green shield, it's when I when I just put my my cursor over it it says you're using enhanced encryption. Mm, over well, Green Shield. Okay, well that's great. Uh, and, then over, and then over here on the circle with a little lowercase i in it, it says meeting information.
2: Yeah, well I did, let tell you what, Rick. Let's just not fool with it right Greg, now. Those who, who oppose that shield must yield.
9: <laughs> Greg,
8: act like you're in a musical. The rest of the show. Okay, uh-huh. right,
4: that's not the way I can answer questions. <laughs> yeah, you didn't. You just talked. I'm sorry. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know how I love musicals, Bubba. You wouldn't believe down at the bottom of all the things I got.
9: It, it, it should very be down disturbing.
4: There. Very disturbing to me. My
2: Zoom uh, program has disappeared off this laptop. I don't know what happened to just it. Just go. Wow, just go to the
8: website. Go to the website, Bubba. Good.
2: Now, yeah, I mean, I could,
1: I could take y'all on a tour around this little room. I love, uh, that. you know, but then I'd have to move, move things around. I don't think Adam mm. wants me to move. He's really been on me about. Yeah. Where, it, where I'm set up today.
2: It it's hard because I know some people were wanting uh tours of the room when we were zooming too, and it's it's very hard to move that and show anybody anything and not mess up what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's just very difficult. Yeah. Uh, well, I will say this, Bubba, and I know
1: we've mentioned it and, and, and I know you need to go, and I know it's hard for you to revisit Challenger. Uh, but uh you know, since I finally got access to a TV last night, Helmsey's been telling us different things. And Helmsley, I had a moment that I was sitting there and I had a decision to make and it was 8 PM local time. And I usually go to bed about nine 30 and I went over and I said, do I go social dilemma right now? Or do I go challenger? Ooh. And, and I, and I, and I even pulled up social dilemma backed out of it. When I saw how long it was, went over to challenger. And when I realized challenger offered me four episodes and that I could wade into it without having to be fully committed, I went to Challenger, and so I'm going to go. And you warned us when you sent us the text. You said hey, some of y'all going to push Social Dilemma to the backup role now and go to Challenger. He did, yeah. And I, and I did, but but I but I will get to the other one. Uh, but I watched that Challenger thing, Bubba, and I certainly remember the details of it. But it's difficult to watch because, man, once again they're making the case this was avoidable. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Oh. Are it's trying to it's tell tough.
2: Them. It's tough to watch, mm. but uh you know, doing doing the job of an astronaut is inherently dangerous and uh you know that it, it's part of it. I mean, you 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 certainly wish they could have avoided that as well as the Columbia and the Apollo 1 accident, but it, it's a it's a very very dangerous uh thing. That's why they they made the movie called "The Right Stuff." You gotta, you gotta be of a different cut to accept that challenge. You know it. If you do. haven't seen it, it's more than just a documentary about the crash. That that's
1: always going to be the the foundation. But it was interesting, and, and 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 I'll go as far as to say entertaining to go back and remember how we founded the shuttle program, the excitement around that, the first time. Uh, was it Columbia the first one? Yes, uh, that th- that came in and landed in the desert, and nobody had ever seen any spacecraft go into space and come back and land. Oh, yeah yeah, uh, you know, and be used again. So it is a remarkable uh, documentary to watch. and it, it's more than just what what the tragedy. You really get a, a deep look into the whole process. A lot of footage about the training, uh, with the teacher and that team of astronauts that I had never seen before. How about the lady that was runner-up yeah. for that slot? The stamp. Yeah, they interview her too. They talked to her quite a bit. Wow. Mm. Uh, bottom of the hour. We'll be right back.
5: Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
6: This is Donald Trump, President of the United States, and you're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show.
1: We're back 35 minutes past the hour relief factor in the Rick and Bubba show. What a combination. I've already had my first dose today Four botanicals, all natural, and it works. They they were doing research on the aging process. And as we're living longer, giving us quality of life with some of the aches and pains that come with aging and what they discovered is if your situation is tied to inflammation, no matter what your age is, this can be extremely helpful and you don't have the bad side effects of the over-the-counter drugs, which are not designed to use every day, they're not designed uh, for a lifestyle. And the opioids, you'll, you'll hear on Rick and Bubba University again this weekend about the addictive nature's uh, nature of those. So, Relief Factor's all natural. It may be the answer that you are looking for. Get the Quick Start Pack right now. That's three weeks inside. Three weeks, you'll know. For 1995, they send it to you. You try it. If it helps your situation, you continue. If it doesn't. Then you know you you tried it and this is not an option for you either. But for those of you like me that this has been the answer, life changing. There's also a link at RickAndBubba.com under the sponsors button. So uh, Bubba, we a couple of things to hit, and we have some phone calls standing by. I I definitely would have you look at the Challenger documentary. I, like I say, I'm only halfway through. I just finished episode two, and there's four episodes, and and just finished the part where once again, you know, the people. We're getting bored uh, with the success of the shuttle program, up and back, up and back, and we just kind of lost all concept of what you know. From, we go from the first one, like USA, we're all clapping, look at us once again. We we become the standard of this kind of space exploration, and then it became old hat. Uh, even had Jerry Seinfeld doing a stand-up joke, going, "Oh, the shuttle's going up. Okay, is anybody watching this anymore?" Uh, and he had a good joke. He goes, "I too, I'd like to see maybe give us some excitement." Why don't we put somebody on it that doesn't want to go and you see them being drugged out there and they're screaming, <laughs> I don't want to go. And the last thing you see is them in the window going, Hey, as it yeah. takes off. Mm. And, and so everybody's mm. making fun of that. And so they go to this program and the program was such a public relations, uh, win. Uh, all appearances are that they got more caught up in getting Americans interested in the program than making sure the program was safe.
2: Yeah, it it was uh, Rick. It was one of those things too. I mean, it was uh, you know we we built a spacecraft that had never been you know even conceived uh, the fact that it could take off like a rocket and land uh, like a plane and it weighed so much so it was a giant glider. It was really like a giant brick coming in, and you know they they just uh, they didn't know really the the envelope of where the boundaries were on it and. You know, you keep, with every success, you keep pushing it and pushing it. I know one of the things that always stood out in my mind was that they had O-ring burn through on a flight before Challenger, and I think it was one we had a U.S. congressman on, and it almost burned through, and it was on a cold morning, too. And, you know, at that point, you probably should have shut everything down and said, look, we need to look at this. But they thought, well, this is normal. And it didn't burn through, so it probably never will burn through. But then when it did, of course, it was catastrophic.
1: Well, and you had people saying that we think there may be a tie to colder weather and more burn. And the one with the the you know the teacher on it was supposed to take off in much warmer weather. Uh, the meteor- meteorologists missed the forecast, oh. so they thought they were going to have a thunderstorm, so they scrubbed it. The thunderstorm came in a lot later than they thought, so they could have got it off in much warmer temperatures. A cold front comes in uh, for the Monday launch that uh, that makes the temperatures substantially colder on the second launch, uh, and some people think that might have been a contributing factor. And you had engineers that were saying our whole team went and retrieved you know, these thrusters when they went back into the water, and we kept finding these burns to your point, Bubba. And we actually had a guy and I give him credit. He took, he said, look, it was my pride. I call it on myself. I'm the one that did the waiver that basically says acknowledged. Mm-hmm. I, I hear what y'all are telling me we're flying anyway. And, uh, so, so then the end result, uh, really it didn't just, uh, and then you go on to have it happen a second time, uh, you know, in the, in the future. And then finally that was the end of the program. Uh, but still, it's a, it's an interesting. You know, when I first heard Helmsley say there's a Challenger documentary, my first reaction was, is there anything else that I haven't seen or right. known right. about this?
2: But is I he going to reveal us some new information? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And some of it you already know, but there's a lot of footage. That's what I liked. Yeah. Uh, and interviews that
2: I had never seen before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Um, I'm, you, you've got me plum giddy about it now. I want to see it so bad. I want to leave the studio and watch it. So, uh, (laughs) yeah, we'll have to catch it this weekend. So so I,
1: before I was, before I was compromising my morals and watching Joe Burrow uh, run a couple of drives, uh, I went into the space shuttle. So I'm sure somebody will find some (laughs) negative, uh, connotation for that choice. uh, of Programming as well. Sure. Uh, so, Joe Biden. Hey, oh. yo, Joe. Where
9: did he go? Where did he
5: go? He's hiding in the basement. Does anybody know? Basement,
2: basement. Joe. Mm-hmm. Now, are,
1: basement y'all, are y'all exaggerating with this story, Speedy, that you sent that no. now Biden is claiming? that everybody who's died of COVID, it's Trump's fault.
8: Yeah, I'll let, we'll let you hear the audio video. He's um, he's in a CNN, CNN town hall uh, that happened Thursday evening. And CNN's getting a lot of criticism, by the way, because it looks like the allegation is they worked with the Biden camp to like set up the questions and, and where he knew the answers and all this kind of stuff. But he got into some COVID-19 talk, and that's where we'll pick it up.
4: If the president had done his job, had done his job from the beginning, all the people would still be alive. All the people, say, I'm not making this up, just look at the data. Look at the data. And as then we're now being told there's going to be no, I pray to God there's a, vi- a vaccine tomorrow that could be available to everyone.
2: <laughs> well, he he's getting in trouble for this too because he, he basically said he trusted the scientists and the doctors but not Trump. And in saying that, he kind of implied that if a vaccine got here right before Election Day, that it would be suspect. And, and even the, the left-leaning journalists were kind of questioning uh, him on that later on, too, so... Um, you know everything is so political now. You can't you can't ask a question, you can't give an answer without it having some political spin to it. Rick, all the people you, would still be alive, he said. Yeah, but he did say that. It came out of his own mouth.
1: Well, but I honestly did not think that's what he was about to say. I thought we had that wrong.
2: <laughs> no, that's him. He's screaming it too. Yeah, uh, guys,
1: you can't say that. You, this goes back to my mom was talking about this when I talked with her yesterday. And she said, I just saw something a minute ago. They're now saying the mask may be more important than even having a vaccine. She goes, but I remember them telling us not to wear a mask when they first started. (laughs) So I don't remember President Trump telling us not to wear a mask, then wear a mask. I think that was the scientists and the doctors, meaning you cannot find one person in all this to blame
2: for anybody's death. No. And as Dr. Burks was telling us on Monday, when we asked that question, what about the continual changing uh, of the story, and she's saying, look, we're we're working through this, and as more information becomes available, we are making adjustments. And to begin with, I, I think we – can we not all agree they told us not to wear a mask because they were afraid the healthcare care people would not have masks? That was the whole thing, was to save the mask for the frontline workers. That's why they said don't wear a mask. It wasn't they didn't right. think it would help. They just didn't want the pri- – all the people – sucking up all the masks that the hospital workers needed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is a very
1: reckless statement by Biden, and I hope he's not allowed, whether you're on the left or the right, to get away with that. And I want you to know I would be saying the exact same thing right now if Joe Biden were president and Donald Trump was running against him, and he said, well, I'll tell you one thing, if Biden had done his job, all the people would still be alive today. I mean, uh, they they, they would. uh, that's the most outlandish statement. And nobody can let that stand because you talk about completely unproven. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, Rick, you, you think proven and science is going to have anything to do with it. We're down to what? what is does it count? Forty six days before the election. Uh, and we still have October to go. And, you know, the great uh, thing we have in an American politics, the October surprise. So we're going to we got a few. Real bombshells out there that people are sitting on that they're going to roll out at the last minute to try to give the other uh, candidate you know, a handle. So just get ready. Get ready. It is going to be in October like none other. Yeah. For sure. I'm going to give the people around Joe Biden a pass right now. That statement is
1: so outlandish, I think that he just said it wrong. Uh, what, I like mean, a there's...
8: million miles from space on the fires? Mm. Rick, even the Washington Post is calling him out. You know it's Ooh. bad then. Says it, <laughs> it looks like he just makes stuff up. Like well, He's I, on stage he just makes it up. Are no, Biden or see...
1: Trump again?
8: <laughs> Biden. Hey, Biden.
1: Hey, listen. What CNN's doing, they've set these things up to try to give him a trial run to see if he can do the debates. That's what they're
8: doing.
2: You're right. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you noticed too. Have you heard the montage of the questions Biden got versus the ones Trump got? Mm, oh my God. It's two different worlds, guys. Yes, two man. different
9: worlds.
5: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
6: Radio's Dream Team Rick Burgess. Bill Bubba Bussey, Calvin Speedy Wilburn, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler.
1: Nine minutes to the top of the hour. with Rick and Bubba Show wrapping it up with your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. And uh, don't forget Rick and Bubba University, the podcast coming up this weekend. We talked to Pastor Robbie Gallaty. uh, And uh, boy, he's got a a new book out called Replicate. We go back to the book he released, um, uh, Recovered. Uh, back on October of 2019, and that 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 deals with his testimony. So we'll talk about a funny incident that he and I experienced at a men's conference years ago. We'll get into his testimony, which I think really will speak to you. Uh, if you struggle with drug addiction, have loved ones who do, I think it'll help you. Uh, and then we talk about the whole discipleship process that that he's really passionate about, and we really should be since it's a biblical concept about the American church, and sometimes the Uh, I hate to say it, the lackadaisical approach uh, to actually making disciples. So all that coming up this week on Rick and Bubba University,
2: the podcast. So Bubba, where are we going, buddy? Rick, let's go to New York and talk to Tommy as we close out the hour. Tommy, what is going on? Hey, guys.
10: First off, can you hear me okay? We got
2: you, (laughs) brother. Come on.
10: All right, because you can't have nothing, guys. (laughs) I've had the worst luck with with cell phone signal past 48 hours. But I didn't want to be a good one and not have cell phone signal and for the next 10 minutes.
9: <laughs> <laughs> um,
10: but no, um, I didn't get to hear you guys live uh, due to bad service. And I got to tune in for like literally three seconds the first hour, I think, after 6 o'clock yesterday morning. Um, and the only thing I heard um, was uh, Bubba said, I think after I listened to it, you guys said he mispronounced electricity or something. And he said, "I had this is the only thing I heard when I tuned in. I have a fat tongue and lazy lips, and then it cut back out.
9: <laughs> and,
10: that's the only thing I heard. and I had to go back. I'm like, what are they talking about? And then I go back later on uh, in the show. Trying to tune in again with bad service. And the only thing I heard the second time was Dolphin was dead. And I'm like, what?
9: <laughs> yeah, it, I'm like, this
10: is crazy.
2: It's been a challenging week, Tommy. It really, has. <laughs> really we started, it has. We started with a hurricane, and here we are today. Yeah. <laughs> guys, <laughs> through a power guys, outage in there.
10: Look, we can do all this crazy stuff with technology. My vehicle, the, my new car, will shut off at a red light and crank back up to save gas, but I can't get a phone signal.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Boy, that drives me crazy too. I push I that little it. button to bypass oh, that yeah, every chance I can. All right, let's go to Georgia, Cecil. What's going on? Hey, How y'all
11: doing?
9: We're how good. Doing?
11: Oh, um, I was wanting to know uh, about this Coffee Creek uh, prison. Every, the live Liberals are real mad because the inmates were treated poorly trying to get them out in Portland, Oregon, trying to get them out of the fire, and they were treated poorly. And I was thinking, like, well, maybe you shouldn't have committed the crime.
2: You know, Cecil, I am but, really... But,
11: but, but, but let me say this. I hope everybody's treated fairly. I don't want to be mean.
9: I don't
2: want to be mean. Yeah, well, Cecil, I, I'm not familiar You're with that right story, stressor, so though. I really can't comment, and it's a little early to be in the juice. Well,
8: <laughs> Greg has a little bit of rude Tourette's. He, he said something a little rude and then came back and said, but I he don't want to be mean. He cleaned it up. He cleaned
2: yeah. it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's go to Stephen in Tennessee, sweetie. Uh line two. Stephen, what's up? Good morning, gentlemen. How about it?
6: Um, I'm calling from Tennessee. I told Greg, I am uh, about 10 minutes away from where Pastor Robbie Gallaty pra- pastors. Yeah. Um, I'm on staff at another church. So I just, I think it's, it's fantastic. You guys are having him. Uh, his testimony is powerful without a doubt. Um, but I also wanted to say, I'm, I'm a little jealous of you guys. Every two or three years, I go on a guy's trip and we take a weekend and we rip on each other and we laugh and we cut up and we have a good time. Hmm. And every day I get to listen and you guys have found a way to make a living <laughs> doing what I do once or twice every, every year. or So that, that's pretty wild. <laughs>
9: yeah. yeah right. don't,
2: don't tell anybody. Don't yeah, let the right. secret out. Right. My yeah. wife thinks yeah. I work hard.
6: Yeah, no,
1: that's exactly right. People who went to school with us say, y'all just turned what we used to do off the air into a show that you guys make a living off of. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's scary. It's
9: scary. Hey, by the people.
1: way, I have to know, to the people listening and watching, is the door as loud as it is when people go in and out of it? Does It sounds to me sitting here, it's not that loud.
2: Yeah. No, it's well, not. It, no. It, and a lot of it depends on who it is. Like when it's Greg, it sounds like a barn door slamming. Right, or Bubba. I mean, that the kickoff door hour is really <laughs> loud,
1: but maybe I hear it right now where I'm positioned more than the people listening. You yeah, do yeah.
8: because uh, you're picking up the uh, the 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 noise in the room here. Yes. Uh, because I experienced what you're experiencing when I was at home, yeah.
2: and I was just like, wow, is it that loud? But yeah. it's not. Speedy, let's go to line four. Mm-hmm. Robert in Prattville. Robert, mm-hmm. what's going on? Hey, good morning, Biggins. Buddy. Hmm. Hey, how y'all doing today? We're good. How are you, sir? We're, we're
6: good. Fired up, ready to rock. Um, I was wondering if y'all had seen the story about all these birds that have been mysteriously falling out of the sky dead. It just kind of seems weird to me. I was wondering if y'all seen that story or not. <laughs> you uh, know, I have,
2: I, birds falling out of the sky dead. Um, that I, 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 I haven't, Bubba, have you seen that? You know, I guess Rick, I may have lost that in the hurricane. Uh, the cities are burning, uh, Trump caused COVID-19. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe it got mixed in with all that and I just didn't see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I happened the other day to somebody I knew, but now they were at a dub shoot that might've had something to do with it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're going to have that. <laughs> Uh, let's go down to, uh, line seven, Jeff in Boaz. Jeff, what's up? Hey, big man. How y'all doing? We're good, sir. How are you? Hey, y- y-
6: y- y'all remember when the Kavanaugh off hearing was going on and the Democrats had this fight about her truth or his truth? Yeah. Keep in mind now, folks, talking about Biden, hey, in his mind, what he said about Trump is true.
1: Do you think I mean do, you, do you, is he to that point maybe so it, it, maybe it is one of those things that the state he's in right now uh, and Bubba keep talking about it and people somebody asked me the other day talking about the way he walks and I'll give you a, a description of what Bubba means by that and I've seen it have you ever watched somebody do a marionette yeah and they start doing the marionette's feet walking yeah. That's what it looks like, and and usually that is a sign of sometimes people getting into the stages of dementia and, and their mind not be like what it should be, uh, as it was described in our county. Uh, so maybe he does believe it, uh, and uh, it's it
2: he, he thinks what he's saying is real. I don't know. Yeah, he kind of kind of baby steps everything, and uh, we've seen that before. Uh, let's go to let's go to Ryan and Coleman. Ryan, line two. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? We're great, Ron.
6: Hey, uh, I was just going to call and uh, see if you, got, you guys may have talked about it already, but just wanted to let you know, did you guys see the story about uh, the
4: Minneapolis City Council complaining about the, the rise in crime? And, uh, and this come after the fact that they voted to defund the police?
2: oh yeah and and uh, one of them's excuse was that the police is still causing crime <laughs> yeah yeah I mean it's it, it is like a bunch of two-year-olds I mean you can't even have a conversation no, with them you can't it is bizarre well Rick buddy sorry you got a, a bad report and you're gonna be laid up there for a while but uh we'll make the best of it well, like I say, likely overkill.
1: Uh, but um, you, you know, if, if you don't do this, and everybody calls you a bad person for not doing it, so um, <laughs> you, you, you got you got to pick whether you want me to be here or want me to be there. Which one bothers you the most? <laughs> Thanks for being with us,
9: Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.